Welcome to the Dream Big Nation podcast. In this show, veteran recruiter, wealth mentor, and entrepreneur, Lisa Williams, will take you on a journey of exploration and discovery to learn what it takes to hire yourself. Are you ready to dream big and grow into the person you're meant to become? If so, you're in for a treat. And now, here is your host, Lisa Williams. I'm Lisa Williams, and I'm excited to welcome you to our Dream Big Nation community. I am blessed to hold the title of what I call Entrebeliever and Chief Inspiration Officer at Lisa Williams Co. We are a business coaching and business pursuit platform, and I'll explain more about what that means later. I've always had just this amazing passion and interest in people and their life stories. And this curiosity served me very, very well in my recruiting career that I accidentally landed in about 25 years ago. But let me take a step back and tell you a bit about my early story and the path that's led me to starting our podcast. I was born and raised in Alaska. Yes, an amazing place to grow up. If you haven't traveled there, be sure you add it to your list. I was one of those Fortunate souls. I had two parents that loved me fiercely. They poured tremendous belief in me my whole life. And I really was privileged. I I grew up thinking there really wasn't much I couldn't do if I put my mind to it. Now, I did have a period, my world got really rocked like crazy when my parents sat me down when I was about, I was probably about nine years old and told me my dad was leaving. I didn't, he didn't know if he loved mom anymore. And my world was really rocked. That is not something parents usually share. I had friends that went through that, just got the news. They were splitting up and that was that. And my parents are different. They always have been. The next two years changed my life forever. I watched and I actually even participated as a kid with my brother as my parents, they really went through this painful journey of discovery, who they each were individually and eventually who they wanted to be together because they did decide they wanted to try and make it work. And after a lot of work on themselves, they actually got back together. I remember so well the day my dad came home and I'm happy to say that they've continued to grow together since that day. Now that was the first time I remember witnessing the power of faith in someone's life. It's the biggest um, part of my life, my faith, and especially the power of forgiveness in what could, what it could really bring a relationship. Bottom line, I was uh, so blessed with an amazing example of an incredible partnership, how that can mold a marriage, and the gift of deep love that can be achieved. If they really persevere, you know, you have to kind of wade through the crap, If pardon my French, if you are going to get to the other side of, of joy and happiness, in my opinion. So fast forward, 18 years old, moved to Washington, got a degree in psychology. I met my Prince Charming, the tail of end of my senior year. I married Kurt the week after I graduated from college, and we moved to California about a year later for his job. So when I when I got there, I was this terrified girl, afraid of the California freeways. I'm dating myself right now. I got out the yellow pages and I found the first temp agency called Abigail Abbott and went in. These were those days when you actually 
call to make an appointment with the company or simply stop by to fill out an application. And I remember walking in the door and they asked me to take a typing test. And I told them that would definitely not do them any good, but I wanted to know, you know, what they did. And two hours later, I landed my first job in recruiting. It was completely by accident. I didn't even know there existed a job that you could get paid for helping people find jobs. You'll find if, if you ask any recruiter, most of us learned, you know, about the role completely by accident. And I learned the business there for about nine months. And then I was recruited to a really large IT staffing firm where I spent almost 23 years. So I am that total corporate girl turned entrepreneur. Now I've always gravitated towards a coaching approach to recruiting. A lot of the people I've worked with, I've placed over and over again, and especially in IT, people move around a bit. And I work specifically with IT consultants who they move around a ton. Usually, probably every one to two years, they were looking for something new. And I'll give you a little lesson about recruiting. First of all, you find out in the first six months, I would say, if you if you like it. And if it gets in your blood and you get a real taste of the lives you can make an impact and the money that you can make as a result of it, you may do it for the rest of your life. I know a lot of lifetime recruiters that will probably do that until they retire. I remember the day that my dad lost his job. I was in eighth grade and I remember the impact it had on our family and I will forever remember that. And I, I, I remember telling that story to a lot of people in my recruiting career. It, it's never been a job to me, it's been a mission and I still love it. When I started recruiting, most firms paid commission only. I remember I had a base salary of like, I think it was like 1200 a month for three months. And then I was expected to be earning enough to cover what they call a draw, but, but essentially was on 100% commission for the bulk of my career. And I, I would have it no other way. I love having no income, you know, no income cap. I loved what I did for a really long time after probably, I mean, two decades of markets up and downs, you know, I found my learning curve had waned and I was feeling a little less joy in my day-to-day life of matchmaking. And like a lot of people, I found the politics of corporate life had gotten a bit more complex. This is a very interesting number for you. I'll give you a little insight into staffing. I had 19 bosses in 23 years. Yes. So you know what it's like when you have a new boss. It's almost like starting a new job in some ways. But more importantly, the clients, you know, the candidates that I was serving, they were coming to me looking for something new, looking for a new job. But I felt like in some ways they were they were almost asking me, I want to be something new. And I wanted to offer more than just a job. So I actually took my own advice that I'd given countless others and I went on a journey. I, f- I was looking to find my passion, what I would do next in life. And I knew that I, I wanted flexibility. I wanted time freedom. I'd always been blessed with that. I, I wanted no cap on my income, something I could really dig my teeth into and start learning again. One of my colleagues, Hannah, I so appreciate this woman. During this time, she said something that really struck me. She said, and I think she learned it from a book, but I can't recall who it, who said it initially. If you look around the room and you're the most interesting person in the room, you're in the wrong room. And I realized it had been a long time since I had learned anything or really more importantly, anything that I had really stretched myself out of my comfort zone uh, doing. So I started to evaluate a lot of different industries and businesses. 
I looked at a few franchises. I considered spiritual counseling. I went to a ton of different types of networking groups and started really working on my own self-development. One of the opportunities I said yes to actually provided me a, a super amazing business pursuit. And I started um, a business on the side in the financial education space, something I'd always been passionate about and absolutely fell in love with. I started learning something new every single day. I started dreaming about what may be next for me and my family. And I realized that I, I really hadn't been searching for a new job. I was searching for the opportunity to own my own destiny and build a business for myself. I never dreamed of being a business builder and business owner, but that's ultimately where I landed. So I'm going to take a little detour and tell you about my personal life because it plays a big part in what I'm doing today. As I said, I married my Prince Charming when I was 22 years old, the week after I graduated from college, and we got married for all the right reasons. I loved Kurt fiercely. I still love him. We did all the things, you know, that society tells us to do. We got great jobs. We saved. We bought our first house in California. And six years after we were married, we had our first son. Now, this was the time when I faced my first big challenge in my adult life. Our oldest son, Cameron, was born 12 weeks early. He weighed 2 pounds, 14 ounces. And when he was born, we were actually told he would have a 50% chance of survival. But that every day, you know, those odds would increase. And he is my miracle boy. The, my faith, as I said, it's the biggest part of my life. And no matter what the doctor said, I knew my son would be okay. I knew he might face some challenges in the future, but I knew he'd be okay. And he did ultimately spend eight weeks in the hospital. It was one of, one of the most heart-wrenching times in my life, but also one of the happiest days when I got to actually take him home. It was actually one month before he was actually even due that we, we took him home. And I will remember that day forever. And you would not even know that he ever experienced any of that. He's now 20 years old in his third year of college, way taller than me. And you just never would know that his life started out in such a scary way. I share this because it really was, I realized looking back, the first kink in what I realized later was the start of the end of my marriage. And three years later, I found myself a single mom. I had a little three-month-old. I had my Cameron. He was three at the time. Kurt and I, we tried to make our marriage work for a couple of years. We went to counseling. We had our beautiful Connor, but we couldn't seem to find one another again. And I had this amazing example of a marriage that hit hard times with my folks and thought I had all the answers to make our marriage work. I'll share a startling statistic, though. The divorce rate in families with long-term NICU babies is it's believed to be about 97%. I might actually have to learn more about that topic, maybe even talk about it in our podcast sometime. And I'll share something, again, pretty personal, but a really important part of who I am and what's brought me to the point I'm at today. Shortly after we decided to end our marriage, my husband told me he'd started dating a really good friend of mine. Now, I don't know when the relationship started, but the betrayal I felt was profound. I, as you can imagine, I remember when he told me it was serious and I realized, oh crap, I, I actually am going to have to really process this and get past it if I'm going to put my boys needs and their happiness first. So 
I had to face the fact I was going to be in divorce. Good grief. I was so embarrassed. I was ashamed. I was literally the first person in my entire family on both sides that had ever been divorced. And I did a ton of work on myself the next few years. I found an awesome counselor. If anyone ever needs a recommendation, I love counseling. Maybe it's my psychology major in me, but I think everyone probably would benefit at some point in their lives. I was determined to figure out what my part of our breakdown in the marriage was because I definitely played just as big a part as my hubby had. I was only 32. I knew I wanted to get married again and and I better get rid of the baggage I didn't want to bring to a new new relationship. You know, I met my current husband, Paul, a few, a few years later, and I'm blessed to say we have this crazy blended family. Not a lot of people understand how we do it. We have four amazing co-parents with my ex and, and my friend that he later married. We have daughters. Our girls call, call each other sisters, and we celebrate you know, holidays together. We have family dinners. We go on vacation. And I share this because, again, it's really just the amazing example in my life of what of what forgiveness has brought to me, the blessing of forgiveness. Now, I did not ever expect to find myself a single mom of two little boys at 32. I was fortunate because I always knew how to make money, but I didn't necessarily know how to manage my money. And if you're living in Southern California, quite frankly, many parts of the world these days, living on one income is tough. And I started by taking a class at my church. It's called uh, Financial Peace University for you, all you Dave Ramsey fans out there. Now, we who knew that that class that I took 17 years ago would actually be the foundation of starting my own business. But when I look back, that's really when it started. I took serious inventory of what I had. I had to get really clear on what I was spending. I was so embarrassed looking back to see how much I was spending on Starbucks every day, for example. And I'd been saving my whole life since I was offered my first 401k at 18, but I had to divide it with Kurt, you know, my ex. I knew I had some major catching up to do, so I got to work. I worked my tail off through the grief of my divorce, and I made a lot of money, and I saved a lot. And 15 years later, I was fortunate to have accumulated a personal net worth of almost $2 million. And that's me, not my amazing new husband, who I adore and makes just as big a contribution to our, our home as I do, but me. And that's when I started my own company. I figured if I could do that working for someone else, imagine what I could do working for myself, creating my own economy. And I don't share that story to brag, although I am very proud of what I was you know, able to, to accomplish. I share this because I know it's possible. If one you know, girl from Alaska with a basic psychology degree can do that, Imagine what you can do if you set your mind to it. There's nothing more powerful than a made-up mind. And wherever you are in life, if your situation, maybe it's not ideal. Maybe it's not the one you pictured when you were dreaming about who's that future self. But you can make a choice every single day to date, you know, to really make that change. I did it myself. And I would love to help you on that journey. That's definitely one of the goals for Dream Big Nation podcast. So Lisa Williams Co. is my company. We are on a mission to empower, equip, and inspire 1 million people to hire themselves. When I entered the world personally of business builders and entrepreneurs, I found it very different than my corporate life. There's 
this amazing, you know, overwhelming feeling of abundance and generosity in the world of business building. It's a, it's a community like I've never seen. It's people that are genuinely interested in helping others in their own pursuit to success. And I'm not saying that corporate is not like that. I'm just saying it's different. I, I've taken the skills I mastered in corporate, though, and I've shifted to helping others tr- find their true passion and business pursuit. One of my goals is serving others by getting to know their story and matching them to the role they're meant to serve in. And for some, it's volunteering. For some, it's a job. For some, it's a business. And I believe we do all so much better in life when we serve others and we find the purpose that we're meant to fulfill. I especially love to support women in life and business. If you have any women in your life that are looking for a good network to plug into, I have a private Facebook group. It's called Wealth-Minded Women. Find the power of creating your own economy. Find me on Facebook and tune into our network. We offer several programs. We're constantly adding more valuable content at Lisa Williams Co. Perfect Side Gigs was my original program I created that we take people on a journey, what it takes to be a business builder. We explore your greater purpose. What's your why? What What are some strengths and fears? And we help you create a business plan. We focus a lot on the mental toughness needed to find, you know, success in your own business. And right now we're partnering with eight business pursuits that all offer a home-based business in a box that our clients can evaluate. They can make an educated decision if that business may suit them. I'll touch really briefly on the criteria I use when partnering with a company because that was really important to me in order to represent the brand. In you know, 25 years of recruiting, I need to believe in what they offer for the consumer. All of the companies that I've selected, they have a product or service that's in the in demand in the market. Somewhat recession-proof. I'm a recruiter first and foremost and always have supply and demand in my brain. And they're all companies I currently personally am either drawing an income from myself or I'm benefiting from the product or service they offer. One of my great passions is financial education. It started long ago in my Financial Peace University days, and our journey to wellness, journey to financial wellness program is a really popular one. The financial services vertical in general is an area I've recruited in my whole career. It's one of the oldest industries. Sorry, I just have to say it. Also one of the most stuck up industries in the world. You know, they do tend to cater to the affluent and the wealthy, but I will tell you, it's also the most lucrative business in the world in a time where the demand is actually at the highest for that vertical, but also supply is at the lowest. You'd be surprised, but there are less than 300,000 financial advisors in the entire U.S. in in the midst of the largest wealth transfer in the history of mankind. So I I am not a financial advisor. I consider myself a wealth mentor and educator, but I'm telling you those stats, they get me excited as a recruiter. At the core of our business we represent will always be financial education. Financial wellness, in my opinion, is one of the keys to success in any business. It's, It's so important to understand how money works. You know, where are you financially today? And where's your end goal financially when you are, you know, on that road to starting your business and finding that success? So one of the hardest things I've had to overcome in my own journey to building my business is my shift. It's such a major one from employee mindset 
to business builder mindset. And I've found success in building a business is really, truly, it's it's like 10% skill set and 90% mindset. And my goal in our Dream Big Nation podcast is to share these inspiring stories of others that have found their true passion. They've never stopped learning. They are pursuing a business they're meant to do. And you'll be armed every week with these stories of success from others that have made that brave leap to hire themselves. Think of them as your online mentors. I promise if you make a choice to start purposely filling your mind with stories of inspiration and fulfillment, you will be more purposeful in your living and truly living the life that you are meant to be living. One of my goals also is to bring joy and passion to people's lives. And I really, really, truly believe it can be found through the principles of building, you know, building a business and entrepreneurship. The pillars of our firm are faith, family, finance, and philanthropy. And the why behind my own shift is really simple. I I found I was living life less than I realized I was capable of living. I, what, what kind of example was I giving my kids when I was coming home complaining and yet not doing anything about it? And, you know, I've been through challenging adversity in my life, as we all have. I've seen firsthand how God has used that adversity for my own ultimate good. I've come to realize that I was meant to use my gifts to help others discover their gifts and living a more purpose-driven life. And I think a great way to do that is to create your own economy and an income stream that you are in charge of. We'll be creating new content weekly. And if you have a story that you think would empower others, let's schedule time. I would love to hear your story and bring that to light to others that can enjoy and learn from it. Now, my firm is dedicated to the memory of my mom, Miss Sue Weiss, and one of my dearest friends, Elizabeth Meyer. We lost both of them to a horrible battle to cancer in the span of 10 months about a year ago. Elizabeth only back in February. And these were two of the most inspiring and God-loving women on the planet. They live their lives with purpose. They live their lives with a heart for serving others. And they themselves were lifelong learners until, you know, the day that they went to heaven. I won't know for sure myself why they are no longer with us, but I am dang sure I am going to live the rest of my life with intention and purpose and discovery. I'm growing to the woman I was meant to become, and my prayers that our company and our podcast can help others do the same. Bless you all in this amazing life journey, and I will see you soon. Hey, Dream Big Nation community. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to learn more about working with Lisa and her team directly, go to lisawilliamsco.com and learn how to hire yourself.